gentlemen, and welcome to Crime and Music. I'm your host, Brian J. Kinsley, and with me as always, my friend Ben Rubin. Were, were we talking inappropriately at the at the wrong times there at the beginning of this? I think we might have just started a shade early, but that's all right. Well, you, you were, I was in the middle of a the sentence about hot dogs, and it, then you hit the button. It was funny. I wanted to keep that vibe going like we do every other Wednesday, get a good, fun vibe going, even though we talk about really bad, horrific things sometimes. We go and talk about what? People in music and people who are in music who commit crimes. It's crime and music time. Crime and music time, crime and music time. I need you in a giant banana outfit with some maracas. <laughs> crime and music time. Yeah, that would be great. All right, if you like that sort of thing, crime, music, true crime stories, crime history, music history, murder mystery, and more, hit us up on social media, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTubes. Crime and music, do, 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 do. crime and music, do, 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 do. crime and music. No. If it goes viral, man, that's awesome. So... <laughs> Every other Wednesday, we tell you a true crime story. I do a bunch of research on musicians, and uh, when they cross the line, break the law, we break it down. Ben and I go over it, and I'm like, wow, that sounds like something we did or would have done, or, dude, that guy's crazy. And I'd like to say, you know, I make fun of Brian every day of my life, <laughs> to his face and behind his back. Like, I don't see you every yeah, day. Yeah, I know. No, I do. Believe me. There's plenty of it. Thanks, buddy. Um, and I'll, I'll, I've said on air here, you know, Brian just copies Wikipedia. Eh, he does. He does work. He, he's not taking screenshots. He's putting it down on postcards here, a little uh, index cards. Right, a lot of So he does cards. a lot of, there's a lot of work involved here and in, in, right. in our crime in the musics. That's a hard stop to that music, dude. <laughs> that was super rough. I don't remember that being that. I thought there was a gradual taper at the end, but. Stop dancing. Okay, here we are. Kevin uh, Bacon's pastor just yanked the record off the. Damn you, John Lithgow. All right, well, that brings us nicely to our first uh, part of the show, Guess the Guess, as everybody knows. Woo! All right, well, last week, last episode, I kind of knew who the guest was, so I'm going to count that as a win. So yeah. I'm officially... Five and eight. Five and eight. Five for eight. Okay, so you're above 500. All right, above 500. You were at... Was that... That's not no, 500. No, I was at 500. That's 25 or 0.25, isn't that? <laughs> no, half. 500, four and eight. Win, four and eight. All right. Eight and eight would be, no, eight and eight would be 500. That would be 500. All right. <laughs> so you're 0.25, you're a quarter. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a third. You're 250. 333. Oh, you are now. That's right. You were. No, at five, at 500, no. Well, five and eight, it's better than 333. Four and eight's 333. All right. That's Four plus are. eight is 12. Right. Four twelfths is one third. 333. All right, Costello. I'll believe you. So, okay, well, let's try and keep your record up then, because this one I'm sure you don't know who it is, right? Well, can we just start with the name? Sure. His name is Earl Simmons. Ben, do you know who Earl Simmons is? (laughs) Ben, do you know who Earl Simmons is? Uh, No, I don't know that, Brian. Chalk went up for the lost column. He's got, no, you're not there yet. We still got some time. We got 52 seconds. (laughs) All right. So, uh, okay, Earl Simmons is also known as, he's got a, a, a rap name. Oh, Okay, I might know his street name. You might know his street name. Earl Simmons. Earl Simmons. you got a rap name. Okay, all right, all right. Is he uh, current day stuff, dude? No. 80s stuff, dude? No. 90s? Yeah, 90s, okay. 2000s. Earl Simmons, okay. Earl Simmons. All right. Think Fast and Furious, kind of, but don't go literal <clears throat> on that, just like that sort of era. Okay. All right, no. no Do you get more, more, uh, more uh, things? He was in a couple movies, uh, Romeo Must Die. Um, DMX? Yes! Oh my God! Woo! Woo! 
Now it also is written at the top of the screen right here. I don't know if you saw that <laughs> a while ago. <laughs> no, I didn't see that. I wondered. I was like, is he leading me on, or is this going to go for no, real? No, I didn't see that. I honestly, I wouldn't even know that was a name. I would think that that's some sort of a yeah, like a track, uh, like a thing. computer thing. Yeah. DMX. DMX. Good job. His name is born in December 18th, 1970. His name is Earl Simmons, a.k.a. DMX. Born in Mount Vernon, New York. It's just north of the Bronx. Okay. All right. He's got some parents. Arnette Simmons. She's 19. And Joe Barker. He's 18. So he got some young parents. All right. What do you, what do you I want to know what my average is now. I'm going to do the calculations. <laughs> do the math. All right. All right. So I'm now six and eight. All right. You are Hold six on. and eight, aren't you? All right. So I got um, you six. Su- you six suggested Ultima. Divided by 14. Yeah, I'm taking it as a win. <laughs> I'm, a- at, I'm at 429, baby. Ooh, that's not bad. 429. If that was a batting average, you'd be doing good. Yeah. You'd be at the mid lineup. There's a dude that is like, Oh, for 200. Oh, Going back no. into last year. Oh, he's no. a Major League Baseball player. He's got one of the biggest contracts. I wish I could remember his name. He doesn't play with Tigers, so I kind of got <laughs> off the matter. baseball. The I not the you know I coach a couple teams or whatever with my kids. Don't have a lot of time to watch on TV. Tigers. That's have a commitment. Sucked a little bit in the last couple years. Sitting but, down to watch a baseball game on TV is a commitment. I, it was fun when they would win and you'd put on the background, cook some hot dogs and have a beer and the kids would play in the backyard and the baseball was on. You got a little thing of lemonade on the, on the you know, I like table. Listening, I like listening to a baseball game. Yeah. I, I would do that, but yeah. to put it on and actually watch it on the television, I haven't done that in many, many I'll years. I'll get back there. I'll get back. I'm just got to wait for our Tigers to kind of, you know. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's ups it. and downs right. and right. that's how your hometown team is. Yeah. All right, I'm sorry. Let's talk about Earl's hometown uh, in his childhood. Earl's the second of two children for Arnett, and he's got an older sister, Bonita. Bonita? And, and he's got a younger sister, Shayla. Bonita. That Bonita. was my uh, Spanish name in fifth grade. Really? Bonita? Where'd you take Spanish in fifth grade? We, we didn't grade have together. Spanish in fifth grade. Luke. <laughs> oh, Luke. <laughs> There's already beeps. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Luke is like. Dude, we're going to give you a Spanish name. Your name is Bonita. I'm like, hell yeah, it is. Call me Bonita. (laughs) I didn't know. The little flower in Spanish, I think. (laughs) Was he setting up for future prison references for you? I don't know. So Earl's dad didn't want him. He He didn't want him? Wanted wanted Arnett uh, basically just like cut all ties. I don't want anything to deal with this. I don't want to deal with you. When he was first born? Yeah, I guess. Oh, he didn't want to deal with having a family, including a wife. Yeah, he's like, I'm out, man. And so okay. Earl uh, has or had bronchial asthma. I think he still has it. And his was bad, though. Like, he went to the ER nightly because he, he couldn't get a breath. Hmm. Where were they born at? Where was this? California? New, New York City. Oh, New York. Yeah, outside said, the Bronx. Okay. Oh, the Bronx. Yep, yep. He's brought up a Jehovah's Witness. Seriously? Yeah. I had some of them, hey, had some of them knock on my door the other day. Oh, dude. It was the best. I put one of those porch cameras in. Yeah. Problem solved, baby. That, uh, Problem solved. So I'm listen. I'm I'm I'm. I don't even really hear the knock on the door. It's not that I have a doorbell. They didn't ring the doorbell, but my little phone thingy went off. Bing. So I hit the button. I look at it. I'm like, I don't know who that. Oh, they got a bot. That's a Bible. I got. I'm already Catholic. I'm good. Oh I've no, been, they've got a Bible. I, I'm told I'm Catholic. So I didn't answer the door, and I just sat there and I had audio. I just listened to him talk about like. One other husband just bought a generator. I'm like, oh, this is the word. This is the. I love this camera. 
yeah, when we lived in like just outside of downtown Ann Arbor, every Saturday, Neil and Tina, the Jehovah's Witnesses, would come and just, hey, Brian, we're here again today. I'm like, why are you debating me? We've agreed. You've got 32,000 people that are going to heaven. I assume that number was filled way back in the 1860s. So why are you talking to me? I thought that was the Mormons. I don't know. They have all these rules. I was jamming out to Lady Gaga, and she was like, no, this is great. I love it. And I'm like, okay. And they would come back and talk to me, and I said, I'm Catholic. I don't need to – I mean, I'm a lapsed Catholic. I don't go to church anymore, but it's like, dude. Yeah, they – They're they, dedicated. They're dedicated faith uh, right there. Yeah, so. I uh, – So Earl's uh, dedicated. Uh, this one time – Band camp? This one time. Earl – maybe he was going to band camp. Earl was crossing the street. He gets hit by a drunk driver. Ew. Now, they could have uh, gotten about $10,000. They would have sued, but his mom said that that would go against her faith. Money? Huh. Jehovah's Witness. They don't want no money. I don't know if they prayed over him to heal him or took him to the hospital. No, those churches, those, those are, churches they built don't build themselves. Even though all their all their worship centers, churches, I don't know what they're called, are all the same. They have like one floor plan. Oh yeah. Oh, I like cookie cutter. Yeah. Layout. I got you. I think it makes it cheaper for them to build a lot of them. I would. It would. I mean, that's efficient. I don't. I know one Jehovah's Witness. I don't know any. One. And I don't even know him that well. well all right. Then. All right. No, I, was, right. I was thinking. All right, that's cool. Uh, believe it or not, even though Jehovah's Witness, Earl has an abusive childhood. He gets beat by his mom. He gets beat by her boyfriends. I mean, he like he's got like bruises and losing teeth and like cuts on his face and stuff. Loses like that. teeth. Well, they're hitting him with like belts and stuff like that. And his teeth, dude. That's mean. That's rough, eh? Yeah, a little little spanking action. I'm not against it as a form of parenting. Not a lot of it though. Don't lose teeth. Now, 1975, Earl is age five. Him and his family, his family and he, uh, moved to Yonkers, New York. It's still Westchester County, but, you know, they go down from the Burbs, I guess, to Little Lesper. It's the fourth most populous city in the state of New York. It's about 200,000 people. I think I got a horse track there. Yonkers, I think you're right. Makes sense. I don't know. Bet on Prickly Pete or Snoopy. (laughs) I'm sorry. They're stuck in my solarium. (laughs) The first one or the second? <laughs> you have two solariums? <laughs> well, at the end of fifth grade, Earl gets kicked out of school, and he's sent to Julia Dickman Andreas Children's Home for 18 months. Julia who? Julia Dykman Andreas. Dykman or Dickman? There's I, a big difference. I, can't, I don't know. It's a Y. Y. <laughs> D-Y-C-K-M-A-N. Dykman. How is it that or Dickman? I'm thinking either Julia Dickman Andres Children's Prison. Andres. These children's prisons. At least they had the balls to name it what it was at the end. <laughs> right. She put her name on it. I'll give her credit for that. Well, it was called the what? Julia Dickman Children's Prison? Children's Home. Oh, at least it was. What's some of the other <laughs> stupid ones we've had? The Pennington Institute or things like for that. For wayward boys. For wayward, for misguided it's a, youth. It's a children's prison. 1984. Wow, Doc. Uh, wait, was that 1984? <laughs> that was a terrible Marty McFly. Oh, God, Doc, what are we going to do? Uh, age 14, Earl starts a habit of walking the streets at night like to avoid his mom. And, you know, at age get, 14? Yeah, walking the streets at night. And so he likes walking and befriending stray dogs. <laughs> okay. He related to their scenario. <laughs> so his mom catches him doing this, and she sends him to the boys' home again. She's like, Go back to the boys oh, home. no, stray dogs. Back Enough to the boys' home. Enough of being an animal lover. So, while doing time at the kids' prison, Earl befriends some other guys from New York City, like these other students, uh, and their mutual love of hip-hop. 
Everybody's like, oh, we're all stuck in here. So it was in 84. So, Let's start yeah. dropping some bars. Yeah, they got like, you know, they spread the big cardboard piece of paneling out on the right. sidewalk right. And, a, and a ghetto blaster on their shoulders Just and breaking. have some parachute pants. And yeah. If you'd like to learn more about this time, look up Breakin or Breakin 2 Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but can no, st- they, can uh, we stop now and watch it real quick on the Netflix? <laughs> Let's take a pause. Everybody watch Breakin. All right. All right, All that right. was a pretty good movie. Pretty good. Yeah, that was a great it. movie. I think everybody had a good time watching that movie. Everybody I, paused and then l- l- watched it and then unpaused. I identified most with Turbo. I wasn't really an Ozone. So Earl, he performs for these ki- these kids. They like it. And like his teachers and the guards even are like, dude, you should do this. You're good at this. Like when you can impress a children's prison guard, you know you got something. <laughs> with your dance moves, people. No, he's rapping. Oh, rapping yeah, move. Okay, yeah, he's, he's rapping. He's doing a little rap. He's rapping. So when he gets back home, Earl meets this local rapper, Reddy Ron. I ain't got nothing for Reddy Ron. No, you probably oh. heard of him. Like he was, he, I feel like he was one of the guys in Bobby Brown's crew, Reddy Ron. You know, he's like, I can do what I want to do, right, Ed? Reddy Ron. Oh, like one of those guys. Yeah, you know, just like the one of the little people in the back. That was a joke. That was bad. Impressed by Earl's beatbox skills. <laughs> Ron asked Earl to partner up. Can we do a beatbox podcast from now on? <laughs> just, just completely all just, about beatbox. We're done with crime music, everybody. We're officially hanging it up, freestyle and Brian beatbox. and I are going to do freestyle beatboxing. Freestyle beatbox. You have just heard the end of crime and music because I don't think I can go back anymore. Nope. Nope. Don't quit your day job. Yeah. So, all right. Ready, Ron? Yeah. Ready, Ron, ben? ready. All right. <laughs> All right. So uh, Earl and Ron partner up. They don't partner up. They partner up. Partner up. Now, as we noticed, there's a difference between partner and partner. Is there? Reference the snow episode where him and his oh. partner. Or, so he no, is no, it's not really my – he's my partner, not my partner. Partner would mean I'm giving him money. There's a legal obligation there. <laughs> it worked. Earl's over at Ron's house, my partner. They're working on uh, – they're working on stuff, right? And they got this Oberheim DMX. Just stuff or stuff and things? The music, stuff and things. Okay. They're working on the drum machine. They got the Oberheim DMX drum machine. Oh. Earl foreshadowing? Th- Earl then declares himself, I am DMX. <laughs> I declare <laughs> DMX. Oh, we'll get to the other one later. That's uh, Later on, people will claim it stands for Darkman X. But really, he just took it off the side of the drum uh, machine. Side of the Casio player. Yeah. Yeah. I am Sony. <laughs> <laughs> and this is my friend, Yamaha. <laughs> Yamaha. There's a, there's a hyphen in there. I thought I'd break it up. 1986. Jeez, Doc. Uh, Earl is the first. Let's try it again. My horrible Marty McFly impersonation messed me up. 1986. Earl is first sent to prison. Whoa. He stole a dog from a junkyard. He got two years in juvie. Would Coco Beware catch him? <laughs> he got two years in the, at the JYD. <laughs> you can't take him from there, that guys. You can't. He has contracts in other cities. Vince McMahon will get really mad. Somebody go get J- JYD. Hey, if you want to watch some some crazy, watch Man Mankind and the, wrestle, uh, the, the under- wrestler. Okay. And the Undertaker We're talking pro wrestling now, guys. Fight the old fight in the in the uh, steel cage match. Rage at the cage. Holy oh. cow! 
That man jumps from like 30 feet in the air. He had a tooth. He had a tooth. Get pushed up through his jaw and it came out his nose. He wrestled half the time. You can see it. There's a tooth coming oh out God. of his nose. He thought it was a booger. He's like, I just thought maybe a little booger got down got there. Got a hanger. Got a it's, hanger. It's, it's like popping out of his upper lip slash nostril oh, ring. Oh wow. Oh, they rolled him in. Ta- they dumped a bunch of tacks on the ground. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, then the, they the tack they, attack. They threw him on the tacks and then the Undertaker came in like fucking pile drived him on the tack. Oh. And Vince McMahon had one of the best. He's like. Dude, you guys gave me your best out there. That was awesome. I can never repay you, but let me tell you one thing. Never do never that again. again. <laughs> That's a pretty good Vince McMahon. I watched a little bit of Vince McMahon. Never do that again. That uh, was a crazy one. That's amazing. Now, see, the other part about Mankind, uh, I can't think of his real name, but... um, Yeah, exactly. Talk, talk I'll, I'll think. <laughs> yeah. That. Right, but anyway, he's like guy like a psychology degree or something like a phd in english or something like that like he's really well educated and this is what he chooses to do that yeah he did he did he he did not he would do whatever him and Sako. he would uh that during that match he went on a stretcher and then he came back out and then he went back out on a stretcher and like on the second time he's on the stretcher he's like is this the second time i was on a stretcher during this match yes (laughs) like yeah yes it is yeah yep (laughs) so Earl gets away from the British Bulldogs and steals JYD. All right, now start over. <laughs> DMX stole a dog. From a junkyard. From the junkyard. Yes, he All stole right. a junkyard dog. And went to jail for it. And he got two years in uh, the juvie unit of Woodfield Prison oh, in Valhalla, ju- New York. Ju- ju- the juvie unit, okay. But he's still in prison. It's well, just the... Didn't the, have all the rights the daycare, he once had. <laughs> the daycare unit. Okay. Mick Foley. Two weeks in. Mick Foley. Yeah, it is Mick Foley. Yeah. Good call. Nailed it. You'll love this. Two weeks in, Earl and his cellmate escape. <laughs> I hope there's an again on this one. Oh, my God, dude. Get the button ready. We'll get there. Earl goes back to his mom's house. Because what do you do when you break out of prison? Go to the first place you're going to look. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Mom, uh, I broke out of prison. I don't know what to do. I well, on the way here, stole this dog. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, can you feed him? Because Hold on. There's a knock at the door. Uh, Earl's mom forces him. She grabs him by the ear and then tells him to turn himself in and finish doing your time. Do you think when the Jehovah's Witness gets a knock on the door, they're like, shit, those <laughs> Catholics are coming in. Damn Catholics. I know about your Jesus. All right. Where are the Baptists? Are they coming to? What day is it? Saturday? Yeah. Earl turns himself in. He goes back to McCormick Juvie. He goes to a different place because they're getting smarter. They're not sending him back to the same place like they do on these other... Like the Navy. I think there's a lot of these places that if you want to escape, you can just escape. He's up in uh, Brooktontondale, New York, in uh, the McCormick Juvie Detention Center. Brooktontondale. That sounds like a made-up. Oh, where are you from? I'm from <laughs> Brooktontondale. It's Brooktontondale, New York. Brooktontondale. Sure you are. I think Winona, Winona Ryder had a line like that in that uh, Adam Sandler movie. Mr. Jeeves, was it? Or... Mr. Mr. Deeds. Deeds. Oh, where are you from? Happy Scotianville or no? All right. Little Panawanawana scrum. I liked. Sport. I liked the bad Adam Sandler movies. They were for good. the most part. They yeah. Were good. Well, this is about that era, 1988. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you're right in it, like Tommy Boy. Stop staring at me, Swan. It stopped looking at me. That's one of the misquotes. How do you? No, are you sure? 100. percent It stopped looking at me, Swan. We don't have that on the board. We don't. It's never come up where there's swans involved in crime or music. Do we have any Adam Sandler on the board? That's assault, brother. That's that's All the right. one I got. We don't have nudie magazine day. It is. 
Oh, it is Nudie Magazine Day. We're going to take a break. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> It'll be a short break. All right. It rhymes with break. It's 1988. Uh, after serving his prison time, Earl gets out, and he starts taking the rap thing more seriously. He's like, you know what? Much like Billy Madison, I'm going to straighten up and fly right and start so taking things more seriously. So how old is he here in 88, oh, in early 20s? 18. 18, okay. Yeah, he's born in the 70, so <clears throat> 18. Okay. He dedicates almost all of his free time to writing rhymes. He's just yeah. did not. Earl would rap over instrumental songs, and he'd sell these mixtape mixtape on street corners. He's like, "Hey, buy my mixtape." He yeah, it was before the internet. Right, he's hustling. He's out there. Uh, Earl goes to prison again for carjacking. Really? Yeah. Uh, right. Then while he's in there, Earl gets moved into high security prison after trying to extort another inmate for drugs. Oh, so he liked the drugs still. Give me your drugs. Yeah, Earl is released in the summer of 1988. After all the drug stuff in prison, they still let him out? Well, I mean, you know, it was... Served its time. 1980, yeah, you know, the well, 80s. Well, that long. We're, we're there. We're not quite to the to the bad stuff yet. When he, He'll get there. Don't worry. 1992. He's got a little stint there where nothing bad happens. Columbia Records signs Earl to their Rough House label. Never heard of that. R-U-F-F. Rough House label. They released a debut single, Born Loser. He's got self-esteem issues. And it didn't get a ton of airplay, and so... Columbia and Rough House drop Earl. What'd the dog say when he slid down the shingles on his butt? Rough. <laughs> Roof. Rough. Roof. Oh, God, I can't remember. <laughs> what is it? Oh, uh. <laughs> You're looking for bad dad joke time. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's bad dad joke time. Um, if you do too many drugs and you can't stop yourself, you're, well, just just say addicted after everything I say. So if you okay. do too many drugs and you, you can't stop yourself, you're addicted. If you drink too much and you can't stop yourself, you're addicted. If you drink too many, or take too many pills and stuff and you get high and you can't stop yourself, you're addicted. Right. What hit you in the face this morning? Addicted. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. Yay. All right. That was a banner year. Earl releases his second song, Make a Move. And uh, he gets erected, uh, erected. He gets arrested and, and convicted <laughs> of drug possession. Brian's got dick on the mind. Freudian slip. That's, so, yeah, no, 94, Make a Move comes out. Earl's arrested and convicted of drug possession. Then uh, he makes a guest appearance on Mick Geronimo's 1995 album with Jay-Z, Ja Rule, and Mick Geronimo. Oh, Jay Z was back then. Yeah, and Ja Rule. I mean, he's he's not so well, now. Basically, I knew ja Rule was, we're setting the they're setting the scene. He's starting to hang out with the right crowd. Mm-hmm. Right, 1997. Earl appears on LL Cool J's Four Three Two One. So you think he can rap? I think so. He's also on Mace's Twenty Four Hours to Live and The Locks Money, Power, and Respect and some Forty Ones. Makes no difference. So he's doing things. He's doing the thing. And he's and he's is ninety seven. Nineteen ninety seven. Okay. February 1998, Earl releases his single, Get It Me Dog, on Def Jam. Now, Def. that one is certified gold. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's now his big one. He's on Def Jam. Yep, but May, the single Rough Riders Anthem is released, debuts at number one Billboard USA, sells over 5 million copies. Rough Riders! And he's, now he's a household name. In that community, I would say, like rap, hip-hop. MTV well, I would style. say in just the celebrity community. Think so? Yeah, pop culture. All right, I'll buy it. June 18th, 1998. Earl is arrested and accused of raping a stripper in the Bronx. He is cleared by DNA evidence. Yeah. That wasn't me. <laughs> oh, wait, hey. No. 
It wasn't me. It was the one-armed man. Well, I don't know if the guy had one or two arms. 1999, Earl gets married to Tashira Simmons. Tashira, Tashira. Oh, that's true. Tashira, Tashira. I mean, it's her. Come on, everybody. Won't you do that, Congo? 1999, Earl is accused of assaulting a Yonkers man. That's assault, brother. There you go. Who allegedly stabbed Earl's wife in the neck. You can't. All, do... ch- all charges were dropped. Yeah, you should be able to assault him. If he stabs my wife in the neck, I'm yes. gonna probably assault you. I'm gonna do a. Th- I'm doing something. Nobody gets to stab my wife in the neck but me. Or I'll hit you in the head with this Fr- baseball bat. Frying pan. I have a nice cast iron pan. I think that would just do some damage. It's they're heavy and their handles are too short. Oh. Now I'm a big cast iron fan. I'm almost a guru. <laughs> but if I had to fight with something, I wouldn't grab a that pan. I'd grab like a stainless steel pans have like longer handles. And I think they're lighter to swing. It is lighter to swing. We've discussed this. A long object to swing around is a disadvantage. You want something short, heavy. Shouldn't be a problem for you, Brian. Hey, but 1999, police raid Earl's house, and uh, they f- they found they filed animal cruelty, weapons, and drug possession charges. Animal cruelty? Yeah. He's, he had some... Uh, it, uh, we'll get there. Earl uh, plea bargains it down to fines, probation, and community service. He had to record a couple of public service announcements for, like, Animal rights groups and stuff. Yeah, I thought I heard that single he did with Sarah McLaughlin. Oh. Animal <laughs> cruelty. Got it. July 10th, 1999. While on tour in Trinidad, not Tobago, Earl gets arrested for using Drugs. obscene language oh. during a concert. Remember? Did they not? Foxy Brown was like swearing on stage and they arrested her too. Yeah. Who do these people think in their booking? <laughs> check out check out the Foxy Brown episode, guys. Learn more about Trinidad, not Who Tobago. Who do these people think they're booking when they when they he, sign on the line here, Mr. DMX? <laughs> sign on the Fuck line yeah, I will. <laughs> All right, good. He is released on $376 bail. That's a lot of money. October 11th, 1999, Earl gets arrested for assaulting a police officer. That's assault, brother. While under the influence of drugs and alcohol, the officer got 13 stitches to the head. Earl got two months in prison. I'm all right. Fair trade. Yeah. <laughs> you take two months for assaulting a cop. Yeah, he may have deserved it. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm all for the boys in blue. 13 stitches, buddy. That's a, that's a lot. I feel yeah. like, anyway. December 21st, 1999, Earl releases his third and best-selling album, and then there was X. It yeah. De- it debuts at number one on Billboard 200. Uh, you got songs like Party Up, What's My Name, uh, What These Bitches Want. I think I had this CD. The album is certified six times platinum. I, th- I think I had this CD floating around in the, in, the, in the Monte Carlo. Do a couple of bars of What These Bitches Want. I don't know any of it. <laughs> I mean, I might be able to sing along if we turn the radio on, but I, I can't freestyle that. March 2000. Earl's driving home from a show in Buffalo, shuffling home from Buffalo, Route 33 in Cheektowaga. Cheektowaga? I don't know these places. He's in Cheektowaga. 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 <laughs> Land of many cheeks. I don't. That he gets arrested for no license, speeding, failure to signal, didn't tell DMV of an address change, possession of cocaine. And marijuana and ecstasy and Percocet. Oh, wow. I was doing a show and I'm just trying to get home. Somebody put that in there. Where do you live? California. I'm driving the whole way today. Tonight. I figured right it out. Now. He's got like a big old Impala 
Just stretched. What kind of card did it say? Oh, it didn't. It, that comes up later, though. I can tell you about card. That might have been his, like, Chevy Subaru, though. That wasn't one. Anytime he's in New York, he's always driving, like, SUVs or, like, Chryslers or something. Nothing amazing. Oh, I got my Chrysler. <laughs> Earl didn't show up for court, so a warrant is issued. And he turns himself in. He gets a reduced charge of driving without a license. So 15 days jail, $400 fine, plus 250 uh, for... When you turn Couple. himself in, he had some joints in his pocket. So. <laughs> We've already gone over this. When you go to court, <laughs> Check leave, leave your drugs in the car. Everybody just do a quick, just a quick pat down before you enter the court. Because you never know. They'll be like, can we see your ID? You reach in your pocket, grab it out, and a little bag of heroin falls on just the ground. Fall, uh, your Honor, I did not mean for this heroin. Check out our, uh, what's his name? Uh, it's Doherty, not Pete Doherty episode. It's not mine. It was in these pants. These are not my pants. These are punts they gave me. October 2001, Earl's fourth album, The Great Depression, debuts at number one on Billboard. Oh, he's a big name, yeah. He hasn't had an album not debut at number one yet. Songs, uh, Who We Be, We Right Here, and Shorty Was the Bomb. All goes triple platinum. I'm going to listen to DMX on the way home today. What? What? Yeah, can I turn it on now? No. No. January 2002, Earl pleads guilty to 13 counts of animal cruelty, uh, two counts of maintaining a nuisance, uh, disorderly conduct, and possession of drug paraphernalia. What's this animal cruelty thing? Is he, he a pit bull fighter? Yeah, he's got pit bulls on his property. They don't. We'll get to some some specifics I don't like that. later. But right I now, I don't like that for so many reasons. Okay, so uh, for all of our overseas dog fighting, it's uh, a thing. Yeah, it's been a thing in this world since <laughs> dogs. It's happened. Don't burp in. The, so sorry. We've had some high-profile celebrities, athletes, get in trouble for dogfighting. Michael Vick's probably the highest profile in America. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. probably. And so I don't I don't like that. It sounds like DMX was on the circuit. In fact, I, I dislike animal cruelty more than a lot of, like, people cruelty things. Actually, you know what? Thinking as we, because we're getting a little ahead of ourselves with that, but I don't know that he was dogfighting because a lot no? of it seems to be neglect. Dogs don't have access to food and water. Well, Skinny. But how many? How many did he have? There's. We're gonna get to a point where he has thirteen. That's questionable. Dog well, fight, well, sort of. Uh, I'll say thirteen are alive. Three were dead. Yeah. Foreshadowing, like guys. I'm, I'm, we're we'll get we're there. animal lovers Absolutely. on this show. Big uh, fans of animals. Yeah, I love my doggies. <clears throat> hey, I'm I I'm trying to talk my wife into a goat. Yes. Yeah. I put a Facebook poll on there for 80, my. Eighty-nine percent said you should get the eight, goat. A lot of people said I should get a goat. It's one of those feigning goats. Sarah, he's getting a goat. So I went I went to my friend Amy's place of work. She's let me borrow some of this little like steam cleaner machine where you like spray a water jet. I've seen your saga of the steam cleaner. Yeah, right? yeah. So I got it. It's in the van. I'm, I'm excited to use it. Good Lord. Um, well, yeah. <laughs> Brian's going to put the cards down. <laughs> Brian's just done. He's get like Ben's music. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I show up here, and I knew she had the goat. I'm getting pictures of the goat or whatever, and... And and I want this goat, but I'm probably not gonna get a goat. There's no good reason for a goat, or probably no good reason for a cat either. But I have one of those. So I also have a dog. Dogs are good. Dogs are good. Yeah. So okay, <clears throat> I I go to leave, and my friend Amy told me about this Jimmy John's delivery person that's stalking her. Oh. It's a it's a lady, and she <laughs> okay. she's not like stalking her like a like a sexual like I'm I'm looking for no she wants to go into the, her office every day. Multiple times a day to go pet because Amy's got animals there. She got cats and dogs and a goat now, in the office. An office goat. Well, it's only there because it's not there every day. 
But now this lady knows there's a goat. She's showing up. She's coming in on her day off. She's not supposed to even be working on a when, on Monday. So I'm pulling out. I'm getting ready to leave, and I see this lady pull in. And I and Amy and Amy's in the front yard with the goat at the office at the front. And Amy just gives me one of those looks like, help me. Help, don't, don't leave me here with this lady. So I get back out of the van, and I just start, like, yelling, hey, my manager wants an invoice right now. He is not going to be I'm, – I'm now putting on a show. And, and this Jimmy John's lady, she turns around, she looks at me. I'm like, excuse me, but I was here first. I need to get in wow. that office, and we need, to get a, 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 we need to get that invoice immediately. I, I'm not leaving until I get it now. Excuse me. And and Amy plays right along. She's like, I'm so sorry. Oh, oh let me get my goat. Go on. And so this Jim. put my goat away, So sir. this Jim. I'm, I'm like stepping over a kid fence. There's like a little kid gate that keeps the goat in the office. I'm goat, like stepping over it. Kid goats, and, not children. And this and this uh, Jimmy John's lady starts coming in. And, and Amy's just like, I don't think this is a good time. We get in there, we start laughing. She's like, thank you so much. Just wait for her to leave, please, before you leave. <laughs> you guys just ruined this woman's day where she had her goats. This and- woman has got some boundary issues. I've heard about this Jimmy John's delivery person for a while now. I she see. just comes by and like drives by the office real slowly looking out her window. Like, oh, I wonder. Amy now parks her vehicle in the back. So <laughs> I mean, maybe she's not here. Like it's such a nice sunny day, but I gotta keep the blinds drawn because of Jimmy John's lady. Stop ordering Jimmy John's. She oh she did order it yesterday or on Monday. You're just asking for but it then. She she's like, I have to order my Jimmy John's on Mondays because that's when that lady has a day off. <laughs> working nope. around. She came in, came in on her day off, wanted to go see a goat. Working around people's schedules. So to all my friends out there, go on my little Facebook and vote <laughs> goat yes. <laughs> I don't have a goat sound. Oh, and the goat made sounds too. It made sounds. It was tiny. It was. Do you see all pictures? I also see some pictures. I saw the pictures. All right. All right. Well, Earl plea bargains down from uh, his. This for goat cruelty. For the dog. Well, whatever. Animal cruelty might have been goats. We didn't. We didn't specify. He gets fines, probations, community service. He's got to make a PSA about guns for some <laughs> reason and animal abuse. If you're gonna shoot somebody, kids, use the right gun. <laughs> use a proper gun. 2003, Earl's fifth album, Grand Champ, debuts at number one. Number one again. And DMX is the only musical artist in history to release five consecutive albums that debut at number one. Not one, not two, not three, not four, but five. Five times, five times, five times, five times, five times. Booker T, champion. Songs. Where That Hood At. Get It Out on the Floor. Earl says this was his final album and he plans to retire. Oh, go out on top. Dude, five-time champ. Why? What, what am I doing this for? i got to go do other things now. I've yeah. clearly conquered the music business. <laughs> hey, so. I, I, I agree with that train of thought, though. Yeah. If, if no, you're not growing, you're slowing. Yeah, leave on top if you can. You want to And go on to the next thing. Right. Kim Kardashian's getting her law degree. That's what I hear. Like, she changed her phone number, so people I'm leave gonna me alone. I'm going to hire her as a lawyer. <laughs> I would love to hire her, see what her rates are. Her dad was a lawyer. Got OJ free. You're right. I didn't. I didn't think of that. I knew that. <laughs> I knew that they. He, I knew him. Well, that's what happened. Was Rob was supposed to. Rob Kardashian was supposed to take over the family law business, but he's a fuck up. So they're like, we're not giving it to him. And so then, she's gonna take it over. That's why he spiraled into the that's whole. And amazing. then the reality show took over, and Kim was like, or Chris Jenner was like, oh, let's do this, and then. 
Bruce, Caitlyn Jenner, whatever, all that happened. So now it's, she's finally back on course, basically. And so she is married to um, um, Sean Combs. No, she's married to Yeezy. She's married to Jay-Z? Kanye. 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 That's what I... Yes. Kanye. Yes. Yeah, RBF. A, such a weirdo. Are, you know what, though? This, this Since we mentioned Kanye, this is a good time to take a break. He's a Trump fan, you know. And so I don't mind what people's political views are. I just don't give two shits what a freaking crappy rapper thinks about anything but crappy rap. I think he's a good rapper. Stay in your lane, bro. That's all I'm saying to celebrities. I think he's a good rapper. And I'm talking, honestly, you want to talk to me about acting, that's fine. But don't start talking to me about writing, okay? That's what the other people do, that you just say the pretty words. You don't actually think of them. Top 10. We're doing a top 10. <laughs> Brian has beef with top 10. Top t- actors. And, and we're just going to let Brian, I'm going to get a soapbox. I'm going to set it up, and Brian's just going to be my day. I'm serious. <laughs> I never said my day. There's nothing and about that. And we had rappers that made sense and didn't just use funny words and <laughs> oh, say the same word over oh, and over God, again. It's mumble rap now. <laughs> and they what, use what different that? words. God. It was an art form, gosh darn it. Since Ben made me mumble rap, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to finish up the story of DMX. sat here and played with the music that's good music i'm i like your music man yeah piano music a little different i mean that was a little sad i don't think it exactly dovetailed with dmx but i feel like he's had had a sad upbringing that was like a sad childhood for dmx poor little kid walking with stray dogs on the streets now you got me sad about dmx i don't think i want to be sad about dmx nah it's not a big deal he maybe raped a stripper one time (laughs) dna evidence proved not the case not the case check my jizz that wasn't me (laughs) here Want you want a sample? Here's my underwear. Go hey, get- I got. I'm a boxer guy now. Do we already talk about this? No, this is new. This is this is one step beyond the. I tuck my t-shirts in to the world. Now you're in boxers. That's true. <laughs> so, I've always been boxer brief guy. How can you do this? Yeah, boxer briefs as well. I just made a decision at the at the store the other day. I'm like, right. I need underwear, which that comes around every. I'm. I swear, every 12 years, I'll buy a new underwear. Wow. Yeah, I know. I'm a big spender. So I'm um, well, check these out, put them on. And so, you know, at night I'm like the like Mr. Rogers used to come into the house and he'd take like his one jacket off, he put a little different jacket, put the cha- sweater on. Like he like change his shoes. <laughs> I do the exact same thing, <laughs> Indoor but with my, shoes. No, with my pants. So I walk into the living room, pop my pants off real quick, and I put a pair of like sweatpants on or something. You know, comfy pants. Fat pants. Yeah. <laughs> They're fat pants. You, you said it. I was. So. Get my fat pants on. So, you know, I just drop trial, bam, boxers out, and sit. my wife just is like, who are you? What's this? You now look 20 years older all of a sudden. 
Wow. I love. I like him. Does she respect you now? Woo! I'm out there, Jerry, and I'm <laughs> loving every minute of it. <laughs> free, swinging free. I hope there's something b- more between you and me than a thin layer of denim. Thin layer of no, it wasn't denim. Well, that's, that's what you're wearing. <laughs> yeah, well, for now, until oh, I want to get comfortable. I did unbuckle. I got the belt's a little loose and the top button's undone while I sit here in the uh, recording chair. It's like Thanksgiving. Ladies, you're welcome. There's some visual that for you. Mental image. Yeah. Uh, all right. All right, DMX. Where'd we leave off with DMX? <laughs> well, we left off with uh, he had a, his fifth album was uh, number one on Billboard. He, and he's quitting. The only guy, he's like, yeah, I'm going to retire. No, that was at his fourth album. He wanted to retire of his fifth album. I'm just... Uh, uh, Hit five gold number one. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's five, not four. So, right. So, he's got five gold number ones. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm getting even ahead of myself. He's like, I'm going to retire. I got five. I'm done. Good. I'm good. Yeah. June 2003, Earl is arrested for using indecent language on a show. Not in Trinidad, though. This time in St. Kitts and Nevis in the Caribbean. <sighs> oh, he, they he, arrest him for that. That's... He, He's released on bail. So stupid. Again. Oh, $100 bail. Like, probably like 400 bucks. June 2004, Earl and a buddy drove Earl's blacked-out paramilitary SUV. He's even got lights and a siren. He's driving around. Gets Pu- into a road rage incident. He's pulling people over with lights and a siren, huh? He was fo- <laughs> he's following a dude, right? And uh, he drives into a gate at JFK Airport in New York. He drives into a gay? Gate. Oh, gate. Drives into a gate, JFK Airport. New York's airport, and uh, Earl jumps out of the SUV, and he tries to, like, commandeer the vehicle. He, like, pulls the dude out and, like, tries getting in. The, set. the guy's 12-year-old kid's in the back seat whole this time. Is, this is now my vehicle. Uh, Earl's like, dude, I'm a, I'm a federal agent. He's like, I'm trying to commandeer your car. Dude, Elvis Presley tried the same shit back in the day. I, I was trying to work on Elvis, man, but we have to do, like, a other side of the law thing. Because, yeah, Elvis attacks a guy in an airport for hauling drugs. But unbeknowingly, Elvis was the largest drug trafficker through all of that time period. No. Yeah. His were all just prescription. Oh, maybe. But Elvis wanted to be a deputy. Oh, very much so into law enforcement. Yeah, he was big time into law enforcement. He yeah. wanted to help, like, Nixon cure the drug problem. There's a good short podcast called when uh, How Stuff Works when Nixon meets Elvis. And, it's and he about, brings him a gun. It's about 12 minutes long, yep, and they tell you the whole thing about it. And he's like, oh yeah, I got a little uh, present for you. And he opens the box, there's a gun. And and everybody's looking around like, nobody checked the fucking box? <laughs> Seriously? Secret Service. I know, I know you're Elvis, but you brought a box You in. brought a gun here. To you're send. not supposed to do that. Well, imagine this though. You're at the airport, and some asshole in a blacked out SUV is cutting you off and then swerving. Then he follows you to the airport, probably where you work or where you're going to get on a plane. And then he pulls you over, and he gets out, and it's DMX, and he's like, I'm a federal agent. You're like, well, no, you're not. You're DMX. Yeah, no, you're DMX. I'm listening to your music R- right here. Right now. What? What? <laughs> and then the guy's like, you're DMX. And the DMX is like, I'm not. I'm a federal agent. You call the police right now. You call them and get them here, and they'll prove to you I'm a federal agent. So they call the cops, and uh, DMX is charged with a DUI, a possession of a weapon, possession of cocaine, attempted carjacking, impersonating a federal agent, criminal mischief, endangering a child, and menacing. Criminal mischief and menacing. Seriously, <laughs> what was this dude's endgame? Yo, call the cops. I'm a cop. I'll call him. <laughs> I'll wait right here. And he did. He waited right there. Dude. And, 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 and he's got to be sitting there like arms crossed, being like, I'm a cop. I'm the whiz. Nobody beats me. And then all of a sudden the cops show up. What's going on? He's like, shh. 
shit. <laughs> huh. Yep. That guy over there with the real gun and the real badge is going to know I'm not a cop like, oh, shit. Uh, he knows now. <laughs> yeah, man. This What's... ain't no Keanu Reeves. I am a federal agent. This isn't one of those. This is like, I'm DMX, and I'm going to claim to be a federal agent. I swear. I'm not I undercover. Swear. I'm just... It's like, yeah, but you're DMX. I know you're not a cop. Just... How? You're... What? what? You're not a cop, and that ain't a cop vehicle you're driving. It looks like a cop vehicle, though. It doesn't have the X in the back. <laughs> Maybe it does. DMX. Do most cops have big subwoofers like that and 20-inch rims? I don't know. I don't know. Clean and dead back in the day. He just popped up again on the Facebook. Yeah, yeah. So. His girlfriend put him on there. Yeah. Looking good, Rob. Not really. <laughs> that was Ben, not me. My opinion, six feet above ground is better than six feet below ground. All right, so Earl gets a conditional discharge after all that, but if he violates his parole, he's going to get 70 days in jail. So... Stop! Yeah, what was this? What are you supposed to do? Stop being a cop. You're not a cop. Yep. Well, don't do that. Apparently, that did violate his parole, so Earl gets the seventy days in jail. What violated his parole? Uh, getting into that in altercation before. Oh, he so. was already on parole. Right. Oh, okay. So now he's with the conditional discharge. He's so. going to jail. Right. So, but that I mean, because <clears throat> he's on parole, so now he's now Earl gets out early for good behavior, so he's about fifty-two days out of seventy. That's a while. I, dude, yeah, but still, I'd take 18 days off with that, whatever. I bet DMX you know. had a pretty easy go at, in the Huskow. Possibly. And there might be some pipe hit motherfuckers in there that want to, you know, just get a name for themselves and beat up a celebrity. Yeah. I mean, honestly, right? Did you see video of the uh, Australian shooter guy going to prison? No. Yeah, no. that was the thing that came across my news feed. They showed him getting released into general population, and you just see this line of dudes all like waiting in this corridor, and they push him and yank him in there, and just one after the other just wail the shit out of this guy. No, really? Uh, yeah, yep. I like those stories. He got worked. I like those. That's a nice story. Fucker. We have more nice stories right. like that. April 2005, Earl gets arrested in the Bronx, New York, driving with a suspended license. Uh, he causes a three-car accident, and some cars fly into a police cruiser, injuring two officers. And the Fast and the Furious was born. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so think Fast and Furious. January 2006, Earl signs with Columbia Record. His sixth album, Year of the Dog, again. Uh, it debuts a billboard at... Number one? No! He missed it by a few hundred copy sales. A few hundred? Yep. At that point, you're. I'm just going to the store and buying my own shit. <laughs> right? <laughs> a couple crates, guys. Yeah, we'll just push this right over. Give me that number one spot. Thank you. That's a good plan. May 2006, Earl is arrested at Heathrow Airport, London. Uh, he was on an American Airlines flight, and he refused to put on his seatbelt. Tell that bitch I got my seatbelt on. Uh, <laughs> Earl was given a citation and then released. But now he's an international criminal. Well, a lot of the shit that he's doing is sort of ticky-tacky. We'll get there. All right. June 2nd, 2006, Earl gets a speeding ticket and other traffic citations. He's in White Plains, New York, driving a 2001 Chevy Suburban, um, but he f uh, fails to appear in court. What year was that? 2006, June 2nd. I think I was hanging out in uh, White Plains back in the day. White Plains? Yeah, what, I was up there a lot. What's that like? It's a northern sort of community to i think a lot of people take the train in to the city from white Plains. it's not that far away i got a lot of nice diners a couple nice diners like like oh, we have we have what would be called like a coney island diner oh yeah it's kind of like that ever lot there's a lot of like silver 
chrome-plated walls and, you know, little jukeboxes on the wall where every table has got their own little dial-up of jukebox. Nice. There's always, like, a pie rack rotating in the corner. All the waitresses got the same aprons on, little headgear. Yeah. That's White Plains in white a nutshell. Plains. I think they also make a lot of um, chemicals. Ah, uh, one of the meth counties. No, no, like oh. <laughs> oil and, 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 and rubbing alcohol and, I don't know, chemicals for industry. Oh, wow. Yeah. All right. Well, don't speed through White Plains, New York, because you will get pulled over and get a ticket like Earl did. That was on June 2nd. Nine days later, Earl's in Harrison, uh, New York, June 11th. He's sitting in traffic, right? Mm-hmm. Like, well, nuts to that. So he turns off to take the hard shoulder, and he tries to get back on the highway to get back into traffic, like zipper in like an a-hole. Yeah. He, he hits a car. <laughs> he, was in a, he was in a car, right? He was in a car, yeah. Because, so. like, in California, I think in some states, if you're on a motorcycle and it's traffic jam. Yeah, you're allowed to ride in the shoulder. You're allowed to ride. There's a name for that. But you're allowed to do it. It'll freak, your, it'll freak you out. You're sitting there and. That's dead stop to have a little right. crotch. I go, wow, shit. We did that on uh, Saturday. We were headed to a family, like a baby shower over at Kalamazoo, way the hell across the state. And uh, sure enough, the middle of 94, 96, 96, stopped dead. Just the semi truck is like, <laughs> like sits air brakes and kicks back. <laughs> My wife was in the middle of changing lanes, so she stops on the hash line, diagonal in the center of the highway. Just we sat there for forty-four minutes. Ugh. Uh, Didn't have ways on. We did. Ways is like, yeah, traffic's coming up, and then there was an accident while we were sitting in traffic, Ew. so it doubled up. And then by the time we got there, uh, there was just like a curled-up piece of, uh, like, uh, what is that? Siding on the, you know the. Uh, that was all that was holding it up? That's all we, no, that's all you saw. Oh, the accident, accident was all cleaned up. A guardrail was guard all. That's right. The guardrail right. was just all curled up. I'm like, what the hell did we sit here for 44 minutes for? To clean up whatever you didn't see. I guess. Yeah. February 2007, Yonkers, New York. He's back home. Earl's arrested for driving on a suspended license. Again? Again? Yeah. All right. May 7, 2008, Phoenix, Arizona. We've left the West Coast. We're out in the desert now. Earl's caught by traffic cams three times. He was spotted in his yellow 1966 Chevy Nova going 100, 114, and 101 miles per hour. I don't know why they put him out of order, but every report had him out of order. Well, that's probably the order at which they happened, yes. Cops put together an investigation. They're like, huh, he does this a lot. Let's look into it. And they arrest Earl. Four... Reckless driving, two counts of reckless endangerment, three counts of criminal speeding, racing on a freeway, and driving with a suspended license. Okay. Yeah, how, just get that license thing taken care of. He's a multi, I guess he probably has a fun, he likes to drive. Two days later, May 9th, 2008, Maricopa County Sheriff's Office in Cave Creek, Arizona, attempt to raid Earl's house. They attempted? Earl barricades himself inside. Oh, that's ballsy. <laughs> we ain't coming out. No, you ain't coming in. <laughs> Police eventually talk Earl out, and he surrenders. Uh, deputies found 12 emaciated pit bulls. None had access to food or water. Three dead dogs. They also recovered a large amount of drugs and drug paraphernalia and a large cache of weapons. Hmm. See, the large cache of weapons, depending on where you're at, shouldn't be illegal. They didn't say it was illegal. They just right. recovered it. Oh, well, they did. They were not the ones that lost it. <laughs> no, the dog thing and the drug thing—that's terrible, and that probably plays into you can't have weapons with the drugs. 
And he's on probation and constantly going in and out of jail. I don't know if you're allowed to have weapons, depending on you're probably there to they, prison. You're not supposed to do that, but There's certain weapons. In certain I know a states. lot of times that they they'll search, they'll search places, people, you know, like suspected bad people right. without a big crime history, and they'll take a bunch of their shit, and they they, they log seize, it, right? And they seize it, and then you get off scot free. You don't get your shit they back. Still have your shit. <laughs> Gotta, nope. You're not getting that money back. Got to go to the auction, buddy. We seized that already. That's uh, that's not a, That's not right. I don't like that. Earl pleads guilty to seven misdemeanor counts of animal cruelty, four felony drug possessions, and theft. Earl is sentenced to 90 days in jail. He's not an animal lover. He likes to have animals, just not have them alive. It seems like it's a cool thing to have the pit bulls in the background. And whatever. Dead ones? Guy's a dick. Kind of a dick. June 23rd, 2008, Earl has warrants. Uh, he gets picked up for not having a valid license. Again. You got it. June 27th, Earl's arrested in Miami for <clears> attempting <throat> to buy some cocaine and weed. Yeah. Yeah, he's he likes a little cocaine. <laughs> July 2nd, 2008, on his way home from Miami, Earl is arrested in Phoenix, Arizona. So, like, he's flying on the plane, steps off the plane in Phoenix, and they're like, come with us. They're waiting for him. At Sky Harbor Airport for failing to appear for court for the May 9th raid of his house. Poor guy. They're just harassing him <laughs> at this point. <laughs> really? I feel like it's a shout-out back to Lindsay Lohan, who just I, didn't go to court. And well, like, I know. I'm just drinking you know, beer here, or pop, 7-Ups, and listen to Brian just rattle off everything. Once you start down that toilet bowl of swirling, <laughs> it's like, hard to get out of it. You stop focusing. You're like, this guy's just not going to. Yeah, grab onto that little scent block that's hanging off the rim. Yeah, Like, Lindsay, Lindsay Lohan did it. She did make it back. Yeah. We'll get to a reality show, too. We'll get there. July 19th, 2008, Earl is arrested at the Metro Center Mall in Phoenix, Arizona. He gave the Mayo Clinic false information to avoid paying his medical bills. In Phoenix, Arizona? Yeah. Where's the Mayo Clinic at? Uh, They might have a division there. That's what it said. Oh, okay. It's in the the Metro Center Mall. Well, you're right. Minnesota. So he had a $7,000 bill, and Earl gives him the name Troy Jones and a fake social security number. (laughs) What's your social number? Um... One. <laughs> I was the first one. We're going to need a little more than that. I like the ones who are like, what's that number? Like, uh, 425. That's one too many, but hey. <laughs> I think I just gave my real social security number. All right, we're going to edit that. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. August 14, 2008, while just sitting in his car... Parked illegally in a handicapped space, Earl gets arrested for failing to appear in Arizona court. This guy's just getting, they're just piling on him. This is profiling. I'm sure of it. <laughs> you really think so? I assume you're joking. No, I, I, I think what? I, they're you're just getting... harassing this poor gentleman. <laughs> you, why, you're so sympathetic to these people. Why do you always do that? I don't even know. He doesn't even know why he's getting arrested. <laughs> he's getting arrested because he got arrested because he got arrested because he got arrested because once he killed a fly. He was sitting illegally in a handicapped parking space at least. They could shuffle him out for that. Like, well, hey, I don't see. Okay, if there was another parking space right next to him that was empty, just let him sit there. <laughs> and if somebody shows up that's handicapped, at least he could say, I would have moved. You give me the opportunity. I would have totally moved. Jan- January- handicapped <laughs> people don't want to park there. They want to be treated like everyone Everybody else. else. <laughs> right, that's true. They'd be insensitive. Not okay. and now they have now they have parking spaces for like every sad sack thing under the sun. I'm 
mall for you know helping people. Go get you remember babies R us. Yeah. Expectant mothers. I like the ones with the storks. I like parking by the birds. Yeah. Those are, those are great. So <laughs> so they have that. Okay, that's good. You're 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 pandering to your audience. That's fine. And now they have the ones that are for every different kind of cancer. There's like a different color ribbon. Oh, you know? oh yeah, yeah. And so now here's here's a pink ribbon where the people with breast cancer can park or had it. And then here's a blue ribbon for like the dudes with this oh, the, dude. the the testicular cancer. Pretty soon if if you're alive, you can't even park in a parking lot anymore. I'm I'm <laughs> swear to God, I swear to God, I swear to God. We can have Ben have a rant on uh... <laughs> Ben's top ten rants. I tell I'm you. against cancer people. <laughs> I'm not against cancer people. No, tribalism is a thing. People like letting other people know they belong to this group now. That's like a big thing, and that this group disagrees or agrees with this virtue Park- signaling. Parking for ditto heads only. He's <laughs> the only one. No, that's that's one that's at. At uh, my office for Ditto heads? for Ron. Yeah, that's a Rush Limbaugh. Oh, yeah, lover. I was like, I know what parrot heads are. I think there's one for them. Parrot head parking. Uh, I'm sorry. I've seen that those. That was a terrible tangent. That was a great rant. Everybody's like, that guy's a dick. Well, all right. January 31st, 2009. Earl doesn't do anything wrong on that day. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but he does start his 90-day jail sentence. And so while he's in, Earl spends a little bit of time in lockdown. See, he threw a food tray at some corrections officers. It's like, fuck you guys. Ah, whips the tray at him. And so they're like, lockdown. After he serves his time, Earl's released on July 6, 2010. They, you know, they start tacking other things in there like, oh, you failed to appear for this. And you got this driving without a license. And they're sort of compiling while he's inside. So it's a little more than 90 days. But. Well, they had him. Might as well get him to just. Just let's be done with this. Yeah. Right. So Earl asked the deal. Uh, he makes a deal for a reality TV show when he gets out that day. It's going to be about Earl's road to recovery. You know, like, hey, I'm down, but I'm not out. Everybody likes a good recovery story. July 27, 2010, Earl turns himself into the L.A. courts for a reckless driving charge back in 2002, and he gets 90 days in jail. Oh, jeez. So. But he knew it was coming. Well, yeah, because he turned himself in. Yeah. He's just yeah. pinging around the country like, let's just wrap all this up. August 12, 2010. That's quite the tour. <laughs> got a 90-day date. I got a... If you scheduled show dates with that, that would be brilliant. Like, hold on, I'm going to do this show, then turn myself in that Monday. I'm going to get I'll done with my three, 90 days, and I'm going to do a show at the Magic Bag, and then I'm going to go over here. I'm going to do a show at... I'll see you in three months in Cali, then, uh, Cali, and then I'll uh, do that. I'm going back to Cali. To Cali. Oh, nope. I don't think so. <laughs> so Earl gets pulled over uh, August 12, 2010 for minor traffic violations. Uh, when he's asked for his license and his registration, he doesn't have it. So. Uber and Lyft could have saved so many of our old, <laughs> uh, the people we've talked about, they could have saved them billions of dollars. Earl loses his reality TV show because it was based on turning your life around. and Same old, same old. Same direction. Play. Yeah, we have that. It's called Cops. We can watch this 24-7. November 19, 2010, Earl's performing at a show. Uh, it's work, you know, and it's hot up there. And so Earl gets arrested for consuming alcohol at a performance. <laughs> Violates parole. That's, that, uh, all right, maybe the parole <laughs> thing. December 20th, 2010, Earl's moved to a mental health unit of the Arizona State Prison. And then he's released on July 18th, of 2011. <clears throat> so, you know, he's done some counseling. He's got some time. He's got some, he's, yeah. Uh, August 24, 2011, Earl's driving his Chrysler 300, and he gets clocked going 102. I don't think those cars could go that fast. No, I have a 
slightly smaller number Chrysler, and it does not go. It's that car sucks. It that you do sucks. We got a Chrysler 200. That car's oh. a piece of. I don't like shit. the. I don't like the. I don't like the 300s. I don't like the look of them that much. It looks like a gangster's car though, with that box and that front nose. It's yeah, like, I like some of the Jeep Jeep so. vehicles today. I guess Jeep seems to be pretty good. I don't know if they're good. I just like the, what they look like. Well, Earl was going 102, but he's like, I swear to God, I was doing 85. That's, that's you know, look at this car. It can't go 102. I'm telling you. <laughs> Clearly, your your radar gun is way off. So he gets a ticket for speeding and not having a license, <laughs> suspended license, right? December well, at this point, nobody's giving this guy a license. <laughs> You're how, just not getting one. How are you going to get it, right? You're not going to get it back, like, full-time in traffic school. December 2011, Hollywood, California. Earl gets stopped for not wearing a seatbelt. Just gets a ticket. Just a ticket. They didn't ask for his license? <laughs> Apparently, they did not check do a license check right. at that time. All right. Earl, enough. Here's a ticket. Just go pay your ticket. February 13th, 2013. Uh, he's in Spartanburg, South Carolina. Shout out to South Carolina. Earl's arrested for driving without, without a license. license. <laughs> it is 1978 Buick. That's all I could get. I couldn't tell what kind of Buick. Just a 78 Buick. I'm going with Impala. I was going Skylark, but that's fine. July 26th, uh, 2013. He's in Greenville County, South Carolina. He's hanging out in South Carolina. Might have been a little saber. Earl is arrested for uh, driving under the influence and... Not having a motherfucking <laughs> license. Uh... Unrelated, Earl files for Chapter 11 bankruptcy. He didn't even have a license to ill. <laughs> wow. That's a dad joke. August 20th, 2013, Earl was a passenger in the car, okay? <laughs> just, he wasn't driving, so no license that's needed. How right? he, that's how he's better at it being a passenger. Right. Earl's a passenger in the car. But they make an illegal U-turn, and they get pulled over. And There's drugs in the car. Earl gets arrested <laughs> because of a warrant. For driving with a suspended license from before. <laughs> so <laughs> He can't even ride in a car. While he's getting pulled out of the car and getting put in the cop car, four packets of marijuana Ooh. up here. Ooh, up here. <laughs> yeah, like this. <laughs> What's that on the ground, boy? <laughs> uh, officer, it was not. I saw fall out of your jock shorts. This is your South Carolina accent? That's my foghorn leghorn accent. You never see him anymore. I don't know why. Come on, boy. Because he's super racist. <laughs> Maybe? I see it. I see it. God. November 4th, 2013. Earl's in Greenville, Spartanburg Airport, right? South, Car- South Carolina? I think that we're still in South Carolina, yep. Now, Earl's just sitting behind the wheel of a car. Mind, mind his own business. <laughs> Please familiar with Earl, notice him. Hey, he, there's a black guy. <laughs> Flip the switch, man. He gets booked for... Not having a license. <laughs> for number one, correct. Weed. Un- uninsured uh, vehicle, driving under a suspended license, and Earl spends three hours in jail. <laughs> he's now getting... He's getting driving while black, DWB. <laughs> this is so DWB. Well, I think it's driving while DMX. They just know he doesn't have a license. Like, that DMX, yeah, let's go get our ticket quota. He ain't got a license. He, could fi- he can be rainbow like, colored. You know like, he doesn't got a license. DMX. Right. Put this here. Takeshi 6ix9ine looking We're bringing in DMX. Oh, he didn't have a license, right? Get the DMX portfolio out. Get the DMX kit. So yeah, uh, yeah. no license, drugs, and uh, no license. Did you okay. clean it? Did, have you cleaned the DMX room from last night when we had DMX in here? <laughs> June 26, 2015, Earl's arrested in New York. He's charged with robbery and missing child support payments. 
Oh, um, he's got kids? Oh, we'll get there. Uh, in Newark, New Jersey, right, this guy said outside of an Exxon gas station that DMX took 3200 bucks off him. Like, give me your money. You know, He just robbed a dude? That's what this guy claims. But uh, DMX is like, dude, I was making way more money than that at, at the time. Why would I rob somebody? He's made a billion number one albums. So, But that's why he got arrested. But really, it was probably the more missing child support payments. Now, see, July 14, 2015, Earl gets six months in jail for failing to pay child support of $400,000. To as, the same person of, or to all the different girls? As of our point, this point in our story, Earl has 11 kids. Then DMX legacy will go on. Oh, the genes are out there. Yeah, it's definitely X. X gonna give it to you, right? Yeah, <laughs> X gonna give it to you. December <laughs> December fourteenth, two thousand fifteen. Another warrant is issued for Earl because he missed court for the child support payments. So, like years ago, somebody should have came up to him with a on on at Christmas, gave him a little box, nice wrapping, nice bow, open it up, and there's a wallet in there. And there's two things that needed to be in this wallet. Fucking driver's license and a handful of condoms. <laughs> so it needed to be in that wallet. That's what you got, buddy. This story would have been a lot different if he got that for Christmas ten years prior. Oh. So Earl appears in a couple movies in 2015. He's in Belly. Remember Belly. Belly. No. I think that had Jennifer Lopez in it. Belly. Or was Belly the huh. uh, Belly? Romeo Must Die. What year was this? 2015. Oh wow. I remember Seems that. like so long ago. Exit Wounds and Cradle to the Grave. I know you've heard of these movies. No, I yeah. No, well, some of them I have. I Romeo Must Die. I felt like that was. Oh, was that a Jet Li I, thing? I, like, I think that's where he partners up with Jet Li, and they're doing like a buddy comedy, gotta solve a mystery or cops or something. DMX is kind of a muscle dude. Yeah. Yeah. They take his shirt off, oil him down. He's he looks all good. Flexed up. Yep. February 2016. Earl is found unresponsive at a hotel in Yonkers, New York. Hmm. Medics resuscitate him. They're like, is it a drug OD? Earl and his attorney, they say it was an asthma attack. Oh, he did have asthmas. He did have the bad asthma. Yeah. So maybe. But, you know, he did like the cocaine. It's probably not a good thing to do when you have terrible asthma. (laughs) July 2017. It's medicinal. Earl is charged with 14 counts of tax fraud. You see, back in the day from 2010 to 2015... Uh, he didn't file a tax return, and that's when he made about $2.3 million. That's all he made? Roughly. Hmm. I mean, again, he's an artist, not a record company. He's no, a, but I feel like they make more than, well, maybe not then. It says at least, and that was 2017. That was two years ago. It's not like it's then. Well, <clears throat> yeah. But that is from that is from back then, though. That's all. He had a... <clears throat> I don't think they had those all-encompassing well, probably after he, deals and he, stuff. He, he paid all his bail, and that's all he had to, you know... That's Bail's true, not taxable. True. That's true. And he does have like 11 kids at that point. That guy's paying out some child support. Earl pleads guilty to one count of tax fraud. Earl was free pending sentencing, but remanded to jail for leaving a drug treatment center early. And so Earl gets a relapse with the cocaine and the oxy. And March of 2018, Earl sentenced to one year in prison with three-year supervised release. He has to pay $2.29 million in restitution to the government. Because they need it to fix the damn roads. <laughs> Is that a reference to our that's a Michigan Gretchen thing. Whitmer? <laughs> yeah. She ran on a platform of, we're going to fix the damn roads. And you're going to pay for it. Yeah, she didn't yell that part. You're going you're gonna to 
we're going to raise your gas tax a billion dollars. And we're going to fix roads, but we're not going to fix the actual problem. Is that why gas is more expensive now? Did that 13 cent tax not go yet. through? No, okay. That's just cheesy. This is just a seasonal change. Hey, what about they, your, they're changing uh, the blend. What about your Elizabeth Warren, Brian? What, what about her? What'd she do? She's running for president. Oh, I don't know this. And she wants to wipe out student oh, debt. Oh, student loan debt. That's the lady? I'm all for her. Yeah, yeah I be bet great. you are. <laughs> Take that. I'm spiking on Take the Take that debt and shove it. That's me right there. Yeah, you maxed <laughs> out. Uh, I'll be so mad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go get a bunch of student tax <laughs> right now. I'm just going to go debt give me up. some loans. Yep. What are you doing? I'm, I'm going to learn how to spend some money. Give it, bring it on. We were all tricked, okay? <laughs> 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 yeah that's awesome yeah okay all right well that's i mean we're at march 2018 and he's got his he's a year in prison so he's there now maybe and then or he just got out release he's got his three point or 2.3 mil in restitution to the government he can't afford dog food now so, well he couldn't afford dog food then right oh it's funny because there's a tmz video where one uh, DMX runs naked through a hotel, like the, I think it's the Motor City Casino and Hotel in Detroit, for, on a dare. I'd do that. And then two, he's videotaped eating dog food for some reason. I don't remember what. Was it a dare? Yeah, I think so. I'd do that. A dare. But as of now, Earl has 15 kids, and I'm going to leave it on a quote as I try to do with individual people. Er, quote from Earl, quote, I wouldn't redo anything. It got me right here, where I'm at right now, and I'm in a good place. No regrets. When did he say that exactly? Because <laughs> I hope it wasn't yesterday. I, I don't know. Because I believe everybody in this on this earth should have some regrets. <laughs> yeah, right? If you ain't regretting, you ain't doing it right. You can be thankful for what you did right as long as you're regretting what you did wrong. Yeah, agreed. Don't anybody, you know, you got no regrets. Bullshit. I bet if I knew you, I could name off 20. I could name twenty <laughs> for me right now. I got a bunch of regrets, but I, you don't want to dwell in regret, everybody. That's no, not yeah, what we that's do. right. But don't give me that bullshit. Well, it got me where I'm at today. That's funny. All right, DMX was he DMX? in a Fast and Furious movie? His song was. Okay. That's how you you've heard of DMX. Uh, yeah, I mean you've heard of DMX. Oh, I've DMX. heard of DMX, and I I thought I knew he was in some movies, but I thought he was in a Fast and Furious movie. He might have been. That's uh, that's Exhibit. Oh, I don't know. Or the other guy. You know I'm deep in the streets, Brian. <laughs> Apparently, tucking your shirts in like that. No, I get you the street cred. <laughs> this is how they do it. Popping now. buttons, tucking streets. Did you just that. say they? They. What do you mean you? <laughs> Those people, mean, man. What do you mean you people? You people. Well, that's it for us again. If you got any other recommendations, please hit us up on social media. Speak pipe. Speak pipe would be awesome. We heard a speak pipe last episode from some dude in Chicago who played a horn. We want to give a we yes, uh, Jason. Jason. Jason played it was a clarinet. I'm gonna guess clarinet or oboe or maybe a soprano. Oboe would have been lower, maybe a soprano. But I think that was a clarinet. I think I pretty solid clarinet. Good, good. I want to. Well, maybe he could. Can we use his song as an intro outro? Not, yeah, like for break next time, maybe? I can send him an email. You can, can send we us mix an it? email. Can we mix it? I'm sure. I'll ask Like him. layers, sampling. I feel like that was a famous song, though. I don't think that was a... If you... If, he, I'm sure he didn't play it perfect, and we're going <laughs> to we're gonna fuck it up. So let's mix up Jason. All yes, right. We'll Jason. mix up Jason's song. There you go, right, buddy. That, that's that's right. two shows in a row. You got a shout out. 
I'll keep shouting them out until we get the next speak pipe. If you'd like to leave a speak pipe and get a shout out, go to crimemusic.com and you'll see the speak pipe uh, little thing in there. You just hit the button and, and leave your message and we'll get it and then play it on the air and you'll be our best friend for the next two weeks. Yeah. Yep. Jason's best friend. All right. If you want to be like Jason, do it up. Uh, for us, I'm out. We'll see you again the week after next. And uh, like the song says, never trust a big button and smile. You. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.